Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Darren Donna Barber, and we're so glad that you're joining us on this Tuesday, August the 8th, 2023. <laughs> Take two. I'm recording. <laughs> Sometimes there's more than two or three takes, but this time was just take two. So we're going to just go ahead and flow with that. (laughs) I appreciate you telling on me. You're throwing me under the bus there. Well, it's usually me. So, and then you keep telling me, don't stop. Don't stop. I wrote the date down wrong for any of you who wonder what's happening. I wrote the date down wrong and had to redo it. Anyway, we're so thankful for everybody joining us today and um, loving our study on what does it mean to rest in God. Uh, We've looked at another translation right now of the Mirror Bible, and it's bringing about a whole new thought process. You know, when you do that, it's kind of like Scripture talks about where you see the manifold wisdom of God. Mm -hmm. Manifold means the many different sides. And with these translations, that's what it's doing. I mean, from each one, you're seeing different views in the way that it's brought out and the way that those translators had brought it about, you mm-hmm. know. So that's the main reason for our audience listening to us. That's why we wanted to go through these different versions is so you get a lot more clarity. I yeah. mean, to me, that's what study is. It makes is. the picture more vivid. Yeah, and that's what study is. You get a lot more detail. And things, and that's what we've been looking at. And today, uh, we're going to get into verse 5, but because 4 and 5 really flow together, I'm going to read 4 and 5 again, or or won't you read 4 and 5 this time? Okay, we're going to, and remember, this is out of Romans chapter 7, verses 4 and 5. Uh, and the, and I just want to set the stage on saying something. You know, the Apostle Paul, in writing this letter to the Romans, was making some things very clear in what this new covenant was. So you got to have that mindset already. Right. He's tearing down what was old and pre- and uh, presenting what is new. And so you have to have that mindset and understand it, Yeah, Romans. and you see it through the writing throughout all the scripture. Even the word Hebrews, when you read the book of Hebrews, Hebrews means crossing over. Yes. And the reason that letter is written to them is because he's get, trying to get them to move out of an old covenant mentality mindset and move into this new covenant. And he was one of the greatest teachers of it, you know, Obviously, he did write 13 uh, books of the New Covenant, so that, that does make a difference. It really does. And make an understanding. But Romans chapter 7 and verse 4 says, how the mirror translation, the very same finality and principle is applicable to you, my brothers and sisters. In the incarnate Christ, you died to the system of the law. Your inclusion in his resurrection brought about a new union. Out of this marriage, faith now bears children unto God. Verse 5 says, At the time when the flesh ruled our lives, the subtle influences of sins, which were, now listen to this, ignited by the law, conceived actions within us, that were consistent in character with their parent. What is the what is their parent? The parent is talking about is the law with their parent and produced spiritual death. Yeah, what you know to me, I've always taught that the law was the accuser of the brethren. A lot of people, you know, reference that and then they'll make a reference about it being the devil and uh, evil influences and all that thing. But really, to me. The law was always the accuser of the brethren is what it was because it's, it put us in a place, you know, nobody could keep the law. No one Nobody could. was made righteous by the law. Jesus himself said there's, no, there's none righteous, no, not one. So mm-hmm. they couldn't attain this righteousness 
that was brought in by Jesus in this new covenant. So what the law did, it continually ignited when you think about igniting something, yes, it's lighting it. Yes. Right, it's lighting yes. it. So it, it ignited those things about sin and just produced a sin consciousness in us. Yes. It was like never measuring up, no matter what constant you did. Constant war with and the a, flesh. And a constant work, mm-hmm. you know, to try to perform so you would be accepted. But the scripture tells us in the new covenant that we are already accepted in the beloved. Mm-hmm. You know, so to me, that's the... That's the power of that, and that's to me, that's what he's trying to communicate in that. We have a choice. We're either going to be ruled and led by our flesh, or we're going to be ruled by our spirit. And that's even now that we're born again, because we still have choices that we make every day about what we're going to do in life and how mm-hmm. we're going to live life. Everything is a choice. And, you know, when even when we're presenting this, you know, even with our children, think about it like this. You know better than they know. <laughs> now, they want to think they know better, but you know, as they get to a place, they finally figure out that they didn't have all the, the knowledge that they thought they did. Right. Same way with us. And that's why we are so adamant about getting in the Word of God in the New Covenant and finding out what this life of living in Christ and that place of rest really is. And it does eliminate that constant struggle to be works oriented. Right. And and you know what? Uh, he says there at the time when the flesh ruled our lives, the influences of sins were ignited by the law. And, and I made reference about flesh and spirit a while ago. Paul wrote about this. I think it's in Corinthians where he said, if you yield your members to the flesh, you're going to reap corruption or death is what it's going to be. Or if you yield to the spirit, then you're going to you're going to yield to righteousness is mm-hmm. what's going to be manifest in your life or life yes. is going to be brought to you so this walk with God even after we're born again I'm I'm you know we're probably talking to most born again people in our audience right now but this still has application in your life because you still have a choice every day are you going to be led by your flesh by your feelings, all those things? Or are you going to be led by the Spirit and walk toward life and this, this new life that Jesus has brought for you? It's mm-hmm. choice that it we have in choice. that. And I was thinking about something as you were saying that because if, if our mindset is about making the right choice, the only way to know the right choice is a choice of life. What is, what's that choice going to lead to? Every single one of them. It even talks about, I even, I lean toward even thinking about where your job is. You make the right choice every single day on how you're going to show up. Mm-hmm. How are you going to show up? And with every person that you meet every single day, are you going to be, as we, as we say, are you going to be the thermometer or the thermostat? Right. When you walk into those areas, even in your workplace, wherever that is, you are making a choice of life or you're making a choice of, of death. And I'm, what I'm talking about death in that is your actions. And we have to be the ones to say, you know what, I'm going to walk into this situation and say that I am here on assignment. I am an ambassador of the Lord. Come on. I'm going to walk in a place of rest. And I'm going to walk in a confidence of who I am, who, that I know that I am in Christ. 
And I'm going to be the one that's going to walk in there and be the thermostat and not the thermometer. Amen, amen. Woo, Jesus. Well, listen, we're <laughs> running out of time for today. Uh, when we come back tomorrow, we're going to look at this. The, I, I, like, I like the commentary that he brought on this. He, yes, very good. When he makes reference to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he calls it the I am not tree. I like that. <laughs> and, and the reason he does that is because he's coming forth from a sense of identity. Because what happens in the tree of knowledge of good and ident- or good and evil, uh, we lose our identity in the works of the law and the works, mm-hmm. you know, we do. that trying to do good works and performance. <laughs> Amen. So no thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you tune back in tomorrow. You have a great day. God bless.